All right, it's Quarantine Garden Chronicles week three, and it's a gorgeous sunny Thursday, almost afternoon. It's almost noontime. Came outside to take a break before I have lunch. And uh, yeah, it's been pretty nice this last week. We've had two small hailstorms, uh, one that involved about ping pong sized hail, and the other was about pea sized, which was a little bit nerve-wracking, but they were short-lived, thankfully, and no real plant damage was done. Got in a hike on Sunday out at uh, Sam Houston National Forest on the Lone Star Trail. Did a section that we haven't been on, well, part of it we hadn't been on before, and part of it we had, but uh, the trailheads were very busy. We chose a trailhead and then knew that most people were going to be heading to Lake Conroe from that trailhead and so we went south um, and we only passed one family pretty much right off the bat and then another family later on which we didn't even come close to pass nearby them and then as we were leaving um, there was three uh, trail runners and their dog so it was a lot less crowded that direction than it would have been if we had chosen <laughs> the way I knew everybody else was going, but going to be on the lookout for other places to hike uh, this weekend that may be less crowded to get out and have some nature experiences. We did find a native pipe vine. My husband actually saw it. We'd stopped for some reason. I think my son had slowed down and we happened to both look down and Chris goes, <gasps> I think that's one of those native pipe vines. So we took some pictures and then on the way out, we took some more pictures of other specimens. And um, sure enough, I think it was Aristolochia reticulata. And uh, so that was exciting. And then we came across some Asclepias tuberosa as well as a couple other just cool native plants. So it was a very good day to get out. It's also part of the iNaturalist City Nature Challenge weekend. So it was good to get some diversified plant sightings. I'm trying to think. I can't come up with my numbers off the top of my head, but I think I had like 260 something uh, entries and then I think 160 or 70 different species uh, along that for the weekend. That, that was my submittal. I think the last time I checked, Houston Galveston was running between the third and fourth spot of most observations. We were the most diverse uh, species, which was exciting. And it makes sense because if you think of the Houston-Galveston region and how it's mapped for City Naturalist, uh, the iNaturalist Challenge, uh, you can go from these upland pine forests in the north, and then on the east side, you can get some of the bottomland hardwood swamps. Then you come into the Gulf Coastal Plain, and the city, obviously Houston's going to have a whole bunch of different weeds and things that are non-native or invasive and such. And then you get into the coastal areas of uh, the beaches. So you're going to get a whole lot of different systems coming in with a lot of different species. So that was exciting. I think the most observations was still coming from uh, South Africa. I think Cape Town in that region uh, was, was running the most observations, but they did have, uh, so that was exciting to see that Houston Galveston was still doing, doing good. Dallas Fort Worth is always right up there as well. And, 
I know I'm still trying to click through and just verify a lot of people's identifications and identify things that aren't identified and, and do that sort of thing. So that's always fun to do. And I still I still haven't written my iNaturalist blog post and I may do a separate iNaturalist podcast episode at some point as well. I do want to point you guys to the In Defense of Plants podcast and the episode with the field guides, which is the field guides are also a separate podcast, which I also enjoy. But they had uh, and they were on in the In Defense of Plants podcast. It's a really fun episode. I think you should listen to it. Just talking about field guides and how they could be beneficial to you. You know, learning about, you know, plant keys and taxonomy and a little bit about iNaturalist. And it's just a good episode. So I listened to that this morning. If you're looking for a podcast to check out, uh, that episode is one of them. I have not been listening to a lot of podcasts just because of the way my days are structured these days. Don't really offer a lot of chance for that. So whenever I do get back to work, I will be binging lots and lots of podcasts, which I'm sure many of you will be doing the same. Out here in the garden, I have been doing a little bit of weeding. Uh, one of the plants that I recently added to the garden, I dug up from my right away is a viola uh, palmeta, I believe. It's a cool little violet and I've seen it around in the yard before, but I decided to take one from the right away and I may go take a few others from the yard and put into the flower garden. I've been trying to, as I mentioned, trying to make this like woodlandy section of a garden and that's kind of one of my goals is to continue adding to that uh, because we're not going to garden centers right now. I know some of those are considered safe and you can go to them. We're just still being very cautious at this moment in time. So. I'm not really being able to buy a lot of plants, so I'm trying to improvise where I can right at this moment. Garden's probably not going to be what I thought I thought it was going to be back in January, but I'm going to have to make peace with that. My husband has been working on removing the tarot down at the pond shoreline, uh, which is just a tedious amount of work um, because we're not trying to spray here um we're trying he's trying to dig it up as much as possible and leave some of the native vegetation and he bought a couple seed mixes to spray down not to spray to but to spread down that way and that was we'll see what happens with that in the next year i'm gonna walk through the garden here for a second the fig trees had this random flush of figs back about a month ago and now they are, now they're sending out another round of figs, which kind of is about their normal time period for uh, ripening in June, late June, early July. So I'm not sure what that first round was. It was because we had mild weather or what the deal was, but that was kind of <laughs> crazy to see. We didn't really get to eat much of the figs because the birds got them, but that's all right with me. And the flower garden is coming along. A lot of monarch caterpillars i'm raising about 16 in my cage and i've counted about six that i eggs that i had missed that are now caterpillars and they're chowing down on my tropical milkweed and common milkweed and so just enjoying that just kind of waiting patiently for for summer because that's when our garden really takes off i've seen a lot of great plantings right now doing good uh, but they get a lot more sun and 
our garden just sits, seems to hit its peak in July and August. And so <laughs> I'm waiting for that to happen. Right now, it's everything's just slowly growing. We did plant some things in the edible garden. I planted cowpeas and my husband planted cucumbers and some squash and green beans. Put my peppers out. Some of them didn't make it, but that's a fine. If I get a few plants, that'll be great. Basil's coming up. Trying to uh, just fill that out. The tomatoes have really taken off in the last two weeks since I've did that first quarantine garden uh, chronicle post. And they are really doing well. So we'll see what happens here in a couple weeks if we start getting any flowers and blooms and fruit. And oh, one of the things I'm really looking forward to are blackberries, which are finally uh, starting to fruit, but they're not ripe. They'll be ripe probably the next month. And I will be super excited for that. So I will end this episode of the podcast with some nature and I will talk to y'all next week.